Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. In this video, I'm going to talk about the advantages and disadvantages of selling physical products online. If you're thinking of starting an online business, in that case, it's very important to understand the pros and cons of three most common online business models and understand what type of business would fit the best with the lifestyle you desire. This is the second video in the series of three videos. So make sure to also check out the first video in this series, because in that video, I discuss the pros and cons of selling digital products. I will link that video in the comment section below. Also, make sure to stay until the end of today's video, because I'm going to give you examples of some successful e-commerce businesses. But before we dive into that, for those who are new to my channel, my name is Ivana and I'm the founder of Escape Your Boring Job and start an online business community. On my channel, I discuss how to start a business, how to pursue your dreams and passions. I also interview other entrepreneurs who have already done it. And I also speak from my own experience gained on my entrepreneurial journey. If you like this video, I would appreciate it if you would let me know by liking and commenting. Also, if you want to know how to escape your boring job and start an online business, make sure to subscribe to my channel and press that notification bell button because I have a lot of content coming up to help you start your own business. If you remember in the first video in this series, I explained that digital products are easy to create. They have high profit margins and they can quickly be delivered to your customers. On the other hand, to be successful with the sale of digital products, most of the times you'll have to put yourself in the spotlight and grow your personal brand. Selling digital products can be a very lucrative business if you have expertise in a topic and if you're okay with becoming a public figure. But if you don't want to bother with building a personal brand and prefer to stay anonymous, then selling physical products is the best way to go. So here are nine advantages of selling physical products. The biggest advantage of selling physical products, the advantage number one, is that you don't need to have expertise and coach others. Say that you're young and that you are inexperienced straight out of university, or even if you already have years of work experience, but you feel that you don't have any particular skill to teach to others you could still start a business and sell physical products. You would have to choose a niche market. You would have to source the product, set up an online shop and run ads on social media to drive traffic to your store. Simple as that. You wouldn't have to bother to convince other people that you are an expert and that that's why people should buy a course or coaching from you. Instead, people will buy your physical product because it solves a problem for them. The advantage number two is that you could stay anonymous if you choose so. Selling physical products doesn't require you personally to be very active on social media. It doesn't require you to promote your expertise and your product. I do think that to achieve maximum potential, every business brand should be supported by its founder's strong personal brand. However, if you prefer to stay in the background and focus on building the brand of your business, you don't have to become a public persona. In the end, all eyes will be on the product and not on you. The advantage number three is that you can start selling physical products easily with dropshipping. Dropshipping is a retail fulfillment method where a store doesn't keep the product it sells in stock. Instead, it purchases the product from a third party and then it has it shipped directly to the customer. Many people, when they first start with e-commerce, they dropship products from China. And only after they accumulate experience and earn some money, they move on to create unique product buy large quantities and start a real brand. Dropshipping doesn't require you to invest a lot of money from the beginning, but it requires you to learn how to do proper product research. So you need to consistently find new products. You need to evaluate them initially based on certain criteria and test those products 
until you find a winning product. The advantage number four of selling physical products is that it's easier to demonstrate the value of a physical product than of a digital product. Digital products are intangible, so sometimes it could be hard to explain why your course costs 1000 bucks while your competitor's course costs 500 bucks. But if you have a unique or high quality physical product that solves a problem and serves a purpose, then it's pretty easy to demonstrate why it's worth the premium price. Explaining the value of a digital product would require trust in the expert, long-form sales letters and a bit of imagination from your customers. While explaining the value of physical products requires simply demonstrating how the product works, its features and how it can be used. The advantage number five is that you can see and touch physical products. As a result, they're often associated with a higher perceived value. According to consumer psychology, for a product to maintain a high perceived value, a product has to provide physical, logical or emotional benefit to the customer. If expected benefits received from the product are higher than the cost to buy it, then that product will have a positive perceived value. It's easy to understand this concept if we think about a product that improves your status or your prestige. So let's look at the example of buying books versus buying ebooks. If you buy physical books, you can put them on your bookshelf. You'll see them every day and they will decorate your living room. Your friends can see them and they may think that you are an educated person because you read all those books. But if you buy ebooks and store them on your Kindle, you may have a library of hundreds of books, but you will not get the same physical and emotional benefits as you would have if you would have a physical library. So that's why people value more physical products. The advantage number six of selling physical products is that you can create unique products. As I mentioned in the first video in this series, where I discussed these advantages of selling digital products, one of the main disadvantages is that most digital products are based on information that is already freely available on the market. But if you design and produce a unique physical product made of ingredients or materials that are not easily accessible for the masses, then the barrier to entry for competitors will be much higher. You won't have much direct competition and customers will have to buy that product from you because they won't be able to find it anywhere else. The advantage number seven of selling physical products is that it's easy to incorporate subscriptions if you sell products that people consume and order frequently. One of the most important topics in the world of e-commerce is subscription. Many e-commerce gurus teach that to have a sustainable business, you need to have a subscription-based business model. So suppose you incorporate subscriptions in your business model. In that case, you will stabilize your income short term and you will also earn higher profit as you won't have to spend that much money on advertising to get new customers. So let's say you're selling coffee or makeup products or any product that people consume daily. Incorporating subscriptions will be much easier than incorporating subscriptions if you're selling a course on how to earn money online. With physical products, you'll just have to keep selling the same product all over again, while when it comes to digital products, you may have to create a new info product suitable for subscription. The advantage number eight of selling physical products is that each purchase is contained. As we know, it's pretty easy to share digital products by emailing digital documents or by giving passwords to friends without thinking that these actions are robbing you of a sale. Since you can't copy or duplicate physical products, the only thing others who want the same product can do is to buy it from you. The last advantage that I want to talk about today here is the advantage number nine, and that's that your chances to sell your business are higher if you create successful brand by selling physical products than by selling digital products. 
I talked about this in my previous video, the pros and cons of selling digital products. Usually, success of a digital product really depends on the personal brand of its founder. But when you sell physical products, you create a standalone brand that is going to be much easier to sell to a bigger company. So if your goal is growing an online business and having an exit, selling physical products is a way to go. Okay, so we just discussed nine advantages of selling physical products. Now let's discuss the nine disadvantages of this business model. The disadvantage number one of selling physical products is lower profit margins. So unless you're selling a premium high ticket physical products that doesn't cost a lot to produce, it's most likely that your profit margins will be lower than if you would be selling low to mid price digital product. This is especially true if you're a beginner. When you just start, you most likely don't have good connections with suppliers. So you're not able to invest in large inventory and benefit from economy of scale. You don't have figure out the best logistics, storage, shipping and handling. So until you figure all that out, most likely your costs of selling physical products will be very high and your profit margins will be lower than if you would be selling instantly deliverable digital products. The disadvantage number two is more overheads. So not only that in general your profit margins will be lower, but the barrier to entry is higher and it requires upfront investment. Just imagine all middlemen that are involved in handling and delivering a physical product. First, you need to source the product. Then you need to organize storage. Then you need to arrange transportation of your product from the supplier to the storage. When you receive an order, then somebody needs to process the order. They need to pack the product and they need to hand it over to the postal service. Next, courier service has to take the package to the sorting center, transport it and do the last mile delivery. There are many people involved in producing and delivering a physical product. And the more people are involved, the more costly it will be. Obviously, today you have various logistic companies to help you minimize these costs. However, logistic costs will be greater than logistic costs of handling and delivering digital products. The disadvantage number three is that it's harder to scale the business due to lower profit margins and higher overhead. There are a lot of issues that come up once you try to scale a typical e-commerce business. And this is especially true if you're selling worldwide. Going back to logistics, once you start selling your physical product internationally, everything becomes even more difficult. You'll need to use warehouses on different continents, different courier services. There are also many different laws and regulations to take into consideration. Most products are safe to sell worldwide. However, there are some products such as apparel, cosmetics, health products, supplements and electronics that may require special certification or face restrictions around how the product can be stored or transported. So arranging the logistics in different countries and complying with different regulatives can be time consuming and costly. The disadvantage number four is longer shipping times. Depending on where your product is stored and where your customer is based, shipping can take a while. So unless you have your logistics honed down, for example, in case of extraordinary events such as the pandemic, you may experience inability to source the product on one hand. And then on the other hand, you may experience delayed shipping times. So all that can cause customer dissatisfaction. And especially if you will be competing with other large e-commerce companies, such as for example, Amazon. So let's say you're selling a consumer electronic product or a kitchen product or any kind of other product, there's a high chance that there is a similar product available on Amazon that can be delivered in a day or two. So unless you have a very strong brand and your customers really only want your product, it can be hard to sell them on long delivery times. 
The disadvantage number five is that it's difficult to control the quality of your products unless you are producing the products yourself. So if you're selling white label or private label products, that means that you're not producing your products. You're using services of a producer who is producing that product for you and branding it with your name and logo. Oftentimes, you will also rent a storage space in a large warehouse. So your product will be shipped from the producer to the warehouse and the logistic company that owns the storage will also fulfill your orders. So technically, you won't be able to check the quality of every single product. In contrast to that, if you create and sell digital products, you are solely responsible for the quality of your product. The quality check problem becomes very relevant in the case of dropshipping. So if you are a small dropshipper selling products from China, you depend heavily on the goodwill of your producer. And since you have no official contract with that supplier, you can't really hold him responsible for the low quality products. The disadvantage number six is that you may need to issue long warranties. And this is especially true if you're selling electronic products, because in many countries it's required by law to provide a year or two of the warranty period. So if the product stops working, you'll have to either absorb the cost or to replace the customer's product. Compared to that, if you are selling digital products, the usual money-back guarantee is 30, 60 or sometimes even 90 days. And since courses and ebooks can easily be copied, some companies don't even offer refunds. But if you are selling physical products, you'll face many different risks related to the product not being functional and having to replace it. The disadvantage number seven of selling physical products is that you'll experience scam purchases and scam disputes. For example, if you're not in charge of your product's delivery, there are all kinds of different scenarios that can happen. In most cases, yes, your product will be delivered to the customer successfully, but sometimes it can happen that the package gets damaged or lost or even stolen. Best practices in those cases is to refund your customer or to send a replacement product and open a dispute with your courier company. But what happens if your courier company claims that the package was successfully delivered? while your customer claims that they never received the shipment. You can't prove that your customer actually received the package beyond relying on what the courier company is saying. Sometimes it even happens that customers who don't receive their order do not submit a request to your customer service, but they go directly to their credit card company and they report a fraudulent transaction. Also, it can happen that some ill-intended customers report a fraudulent transaction to their credit card company, even though they did actually receive the product. This kind of refund claims may affect your company's risk profile and your payment provider can cancel your payment gateway. The disadvantage number eight is that it's easy to compare physical product prices. So in the same way, it's easy for business owners to price their product by comparing it with similar products on the market. It's easy for customers to compare different products, features and prices from the comfort of their home. So unless you have a very strong brand differentiated product while being priced above your competition, it's highly likely that you will lose the sale because the customers are looking for the cheapest product on the market. The last disadvantage, disadvantage number nine, is that your customers may require personalized assistance to start using your product. Depending on what kind of product you're selling, you may have to provide detailed documentation on how to assemble and use your product. For example, if you're selling hardware that requires complex installation, non-technical people may need extra support to begin using your product. Okay, so now we talked about nine pros and nine cons of selling physical products online. I will list three brands that sell physical products online. The first brand is Blendjet, portable blender. 
Blindjet reached over 500,000 customers all over the world. And at some point they were the fastest growing Shopify store. The second brand is Pura Vida Artisan Jewelry. They started selling bracelets from Costa Rica and they now support over 800 artisans all over the world. The third brand is Bulletproof, a company selling high-performance food, drinks and supplements. They're best known for their Bulletproof coffee and MCT oil. I will link their business websites in the description below so that you can check them out. Check out their online stores and their Instagram profiles and compare these businesses to the businesses of coaches that I mentioned in my previous video. Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels, Steve Larson from OfferLab, or Natalie Alice and Daniel Conti from BossBabe. I hope that this comparison will help you choose the right business model for you. So guys, thanks a lot for watching. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, then make sure to like and comment this video and subscribe to my channel. I would really appreciate your support to help me grow my channels.